Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. It is hump day, the middle of the week, April 12th. Thomas Miller, thanks for being in here. We're going to talk about Chiron and the Chiron return. So this is something that some of you might be getting ready for. Some of you, like me, might have it in your rearview mirror, and some of you are going to be able to get way ahead of it so that when it gets there, you just slide right on through and you go, thank you very much. Before we do that, I would like to say that Robert and I are ahead of schedule on this horary course that we've been putting together, nine-part series on comprehensive how to go to the chart and ask a question. We're almost there. We are anticipating launching it next Thursday on the Eclipse. We'll give you all the details when it gets here, but I just wanted you to know it's coming. As we mentioned on Monday as we set up the week, no aspects today. Now, we do have, as mentioned, the Eclipse next Thursday. But ironic as I looked at the chart for today, (laughs) I love this. So what is the oracle planet right now, or at least the oracle body in the chart, the oracle asteroid? It's Chiron. It had been Neptune, and now Chiron has slipped in there. So just before the sun cracks up above that eastern horizon, Chiron is right there as a point in the chart to say, I understand the concept of Chiron return and how old wounds will come to the surface and allow you to work through them. But I'd love to know more about the exact Chiron return. For example, mine is at 20 degrees Aries. And I'm noticing as Chiron transits closer to that degree, more and more emotions and problems from the past are coming up, allowing me to work through them. Will this culminate when the transit gets to 20 degrees Aries? Or does the degree not matter quite as much as Chiron just being in Aries itself? Thank you. Carolyn, thank you for this great question. And what a perfect day to set this up, too, with Chiron coming up in the sky before the sun. So listen, I have experience with this, so let's just talk from that perspective. And here's the deal. If you go back to my Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, and a lot of people like to start at episode one, even though it's, oh boy, I just think I'm like, wow, I should just start the whole thing over now. We just crossed over 10 years of doing that podcast And I should just go back to episode one. Let's just start over. We'll do another 10. But it's a story of basically my Chiron return when it culminated. So for me, that was in 2009. And this is usually around our 50th birthday. I have to tell you that now through the lens of astrology, I've been able to look back on my life and put the jigsaw pieces together that I certainly didn't see and wasn't conscious of at the time. And this is the cool thing, that we get to look at our lives together here just for a few minutes every day and bring a little bit of consciousness to it to say, am I living according to my plan? And it's the brilliance of being able to see the plan. Well, now as I look back on it, I really give myself a lot of self-forgiveness for what I went through which in some circles is not acceptable, (laughs) mine in particular. And had I known this back then, yes, I could have absolutely experienced it differently. But mine is a story of transformation later in life. And then when I understood the cycles and the Chiron return, voila, there it was. So very quickly, I was born in a fundamental Baptist Christian family in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
flyover town, great little town to be raised in, but it certainly set a perspective in my life. And one of those church teachings was that you married for life. They didn't consider in those teachings that this little kid in high school sitting in the pew had Saturn in Capricorn in the seventh house. (laughs) And oh my, oh my, hop over about a hundred podcast episodes on that other podcast, and I'm finding myself in 2009 twice divorced, completely defeated, In every conceivable possible way, the darkest night of the soul. And from there, I rebuilt. And that's what's included in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, the rebuilding process. Now, Carolyn is asking, what happens relative to the exact point of that return? Well, mine was definitely an applying-type situation, a waxing situation. The worst of the worst happened two years prior. That was the bad part. And then by 2009, when Chiron crossed over natal Chiron, that's when I found the material that led to my transformation. And as Chiron separated from that natal position, then I would say that the gas got mashed, really. (laughs) You know, and then four years later, I will say this. So four years past is when I started the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, met Fred Dodson and recorded the first audiobook, and all of that was just the life-changing experience. But I did have four to five years there past the depth of the trough. So from personal experience alone, which is certainly not any kind of thing to base anything on, my experience was that up to about, well, three years prior, things started to fall apart. Two years prior, All hell broke loose. One year prior, I was basically in the dust of the ashes after the nuclear bomb. And then when the exact hit, the rebuilding began. Now, one of the things that I said in that time to myself was, dude, either you are going to get this together or you're not going to make it. And I kind of think in the chart because this happens in my eighth house in the equal house system. That the Chiron return for me was such a pivotal point in my journey that before things were set up, and I would reference the Lives of the Soul audiobook, if you have not listened to it, I mention it on here frequently, because this is where it changed my own life, right here, is the understanding that I set up a scenario for myself that I would meet this crescendo head-on at age 50, And I would either find the positive side, I would find the light, or I wouldn't make it through. And I fully believe now, seeing this in the chart, that Chiron's return was such a big, pivotal crescendo in my journey that, fortunately, I chose the higher timeline. And I'll tell you, because I was so enmeshed or deep in the way that I was brought up and the teachings, that... I didn't know where to look, you know, just by you listening to this podcast. You don't have to listen to too many episodes, and we're pointing you in all kinds of directions of places to look. I didn't have that. The universe had to be very generous to show me those things that I found in basically the year of 2009. That, uh, if you wanted to jumpstart that, go to podcast 20 or 21. It's the year in the RV. 
in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. That was the year that I stepped aside, spent a year isolated out by myself, and kind of figured it out. And the universe was very good to point me in the directions that then I had the option to choose to go. Why did all of that take until the Chiron return? That was me. It didn't have to. There would have been a gazillion opportunities to change. But this is the importance of living the conscious path. And according to your chart, which is your specific life plan. And now that I look back on it, I just, in marvel, say, wow. And that's why we talk about it so powerfully here. And once you learn your chart, then you can see what that path is through for yourself. And you don't have to wait until your Chiron return. You can get her done early. (laughs) That's why I love you young people who are listening. Because you'll get this straightened out. And when you hit this point, it will be an easy transition for you. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Thanks so much for a great question. See you back tomorrow.